thank you to the April 2020 Patreon supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Jacqueline M., Matthew J., Nathan E., Paul and Sandy J., Stephanie O., Sarah P., a.k.a. Situational Daddy on Instagram, and Big Time Jim. Want to help support the show? You can do that by going to patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. We are on the road to Highlander. Oh. What, today? Well, yes. no, we're on the road to, we're on the road to Highlander. Highlander. We're getting, Wait, what we're does getting, that mean? It's our destination. Three today? more episodes until Highlander. Oh my god. It's the countdown's close. Countdown clock. It's the final countdown. That's not in Highlander. Oh. This is episode... But you're counting down to one. There can only be one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. 99's coming, and then 100's Highlander. That's the oh one, baby. Oh, my God, dude. That's the one, baby. We're on the highway to Highlander. See, Andy was about to quit this podcast. So what, we we just Highlander pulled him back too? in first. <laughs> no, no, no. So this is going to be one of my favorite films we're going to do mm-hmm. today. And then we're going to do one of Andy Hubert's favorite films. You guys put me on a pedestal 99, all the time. and then Don't Highlander 100. Oh, my God. Are you guys getting excited about I'm Highlander? Pissed. I'm I'm excited. We're the champions <laughs> of the universe. I'm excited for you to be excited. I can't wait. Born to raise the king. I can't wait for that episode. He's gonna be so just exploding with yeah. stuff, you know. I hope you come in cosplay. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wear a duster. I was gonna make a terrible joke. Wear a duster. <laughs> Cut your hair like Highlander. I know exactly the joke you're going to put to. <laughs> Andy. No. Dress as the, I'll dress as the Kurgan. You uh, can dress... I want to dress as the Kurgan. Okay, you dress as the Kurgan. <laughs> I'll, I'll dress like... Uh, um, you, you do... Uh, what am I, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. One of my favorite lines from any episode we've ever done is the one where we're just like... Oh yeah, so and so. It's like you know, he, like he's the villain or whatever. He can't do this, and it's the guy who plays the Kurgan. I don't remember what episode it's from even, but he's just like he's like, "Who's the Kurgan? What are you gonna do?" <laughs> Star Star Wars. I Star, think. It was it was uh, Starship Star, Troopers. Star. Uh, no. It was the Star Wars episode where he starred as the, the demon, the devil demon. What in a Star Wars? Oh, yeah, Mandalorian. No, no, we did a, no, 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 no. We did a movie a, from a while ago. I kind of remember this. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he shows up in that one he's too. He's a Kurgan. What are you gonna do? <laughs> he might have been Starship Troopers. Isn't he in that movie? He Maybe. is, but he, I don't think there's a moment Clancy where it's Brown? like, what are you going to do? Oh, I remember it. Oh, it might be. Was No. I don't know. Mm. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. Matter. I, I want to find it, though. you got to dig through the archives. But forget that. It's Brad movie time. About, Ooh, yeah, 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 favorite yeah. movie of Brad's. Uh-huh. Uh, who cares? I hope I've seen it. I think you have. I don't know if he has, but I bet he does. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Molden. I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about The Little Shop of Horrors. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. First musical? First musical on the show? Might be. It might be. Might be. You know, I've watched the beginning of this movie 
Several times. The last two times I watched this movie, I only watched just the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got that, but <laughs> oh, I know the whole film. I've seen this. Movie, I've seen I it. I have seen it. It's Once been a long time. all the way through, and it was a long time oh, ago. Oh, you're in for a treat. I've my seen friend. a good movie, but that's I've seen it on TV a couple times in passing. The technology in the film, the music in the film, the acting in the film. Well, it's yeah. Frank Oz, the way it's right? shot. Yes, directed. Oh, and puppeted. There is nothing oh, wrong with this film. Is Jim Henson in this I think too? He, it passed away. Think no, so? Jim Henson passed away in the nineties. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might yeah. have his company. He passed away like ninety four. Sure, what exactly? Other than his company being involved, he, he might have helped out. Yeah, I mean, sure. maybe not him, but like his company. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those, pup, those puppets. Yeah, a lot of puppets in this movie. A lot of movie. puppetry. It's true. <laughs> well, let's let's get right into the classic. Who's in this film? Ooh, Ron Moranis. Oh wait, wait, yeah. what? Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Moranis. No, that's wrong too. What are you talking Van, about? Van Morrison. Wait, I don't. Uh, who? Rick. Rick Moranis. Mantis. Moranis. Moranis. <laughs> Got it. He's never heard that. He's one not before. happy about that one. <laughs> don't He's having flashbacks to like fourth grade. Like, oh no. Who else we got? Um. Oh, uh, the flower. Uh huh. Who's got, close uh, by? Who? <laughs> Frank Oz. That would be my guess. Mm. Audrey too. I forget. It's a it's a very common voice actor. I forget his name though. Oh God, I'm trying to. Th- he kind of sounds like Little Richard to me, but he's not Little Richard. He's, some, he's somebody else. Oh, I'm trying to. Think. I wish James it were Little Richard. <laughs> oh, I I know the voice a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He did the Mother Brain in the Captain N TV show. That's what a deep. The hell cut. is that? The Mother exactly. Brain in the what? <laughs> Captain, Captain N. N? I haven't so heard of either of those. The Captain N television show was the NES Nintendo television show about a what? kid who gets sucked into what? a video game. What this is, is what we remember. He hangs out with Mega Man, Kid Icarus. <gasps> he fights the Eggplant Wizard and this Metroid. This was on like NES TV. I've never heard of this. It was on the '90s television. It's a cartoon. Oh my god! It was the best show for a kid to watch in the '90s who liked Nintendo. What channel was it on? Four, two. I don't oh know. My it's on the basic I can't wait to channels. hear the trailer for the show right here. Welcome to Video Land. Wake up, Kid Icarus! Welcome to Castlevania. It's Congo Land. I really want to watch that now. I'm going to go find I'm it. I'm trying to like find plan it. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend I just heard it. Steve Martin. Oh, he is, right? Mm-hmm. Bill Murray's Bill got a cameo in the beginning. Uh, at the end. In and the beginning, he goes to the dentist office. No, it's at the end. It's at the beginning. Are you? Ooh. Wow. I don't even know Colin where you're. Colin Brad <laughs> I'm going to call you out on Highlander. Is that what's going to happen? Oh. I told you the last two times I watched this movie, I just watched the beginning, and he was in the beginning. <laughs> Steve Martin's in the beginning. Bill Murray's not in the beginning. Well, Steve Martin's the dentist that Bill Murray goes to at right before Rick Murray. In the beginning of he the goes, film. Maybe he goes in the beginning, but he don't see the dentist till the end, you know? He's not until like an hour in. 
He's just like showing up to try and get dental procedures, even though he has nothing wrong with his teeth. I don't know the actress who plays Audrey. I feel like I should know her name. She's not in a lot of things, but mm. she does a good job. But also, I can't think of this person's name, so I can't do this joke. But but uh, remember the TV show Martin? Yeah. His his wife or girlfriend? Gina. Gina Gina's is in, in the film. movie. She's yeah. one of the uh, singers. I think one of her in the chorus. One of Gina's uh, friends is also in the film as one of the possibly because there's yeah there's a there's three, three there's of like them. a they're doing a little. Um, what is that called? Yeah, what is like it called? Like the Supremes. In, in theater? No, I thought you were like... Like, the... like having like the background singers. Well, they're like the chorus, for okay, sure. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like if you think of like Greek, ancient Greek theater, yes. but like they're also doing like doo-wop type yeah, style. Yeah, they're the background singers, yeah. Yeah. Motown. They're doing kind of like mm-hmm. Motown sort mm-hmm. of doo-wop. I guess that's sort of the uh, style of music through the film too, right? Mm-hmm. Motown-y music. Mm-hmm. It changes from here and there. It's some rock and roll. Or maybe it is doo-wop. Doo-wop, doo-wop. Bop, shoo-wop. And I don't know who plays Mr. Mushnick. But he's somebody that I don't. And Jim Belushi shows up at the very end. Okay, as a cameo. All right, so let's get to the plot. Yes. So the does Rick Moranis work at a at a pet store at a plant he shop? At, he works at Mushnick's pet store. Yeah. Mushnick's oh, pet uh, shop. Uh, flower shop. Flower shop. Flower right. shop. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like, same pet. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of both. Yeah. Audrey too as a pet now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he talks. It's it's alive. Right, right, right. Stuff. Yeah, and it's doing really bad. They they work on a place called Skate Row. Oh, really? And that's where the opening song is. That I'm talking about Skid Row. Really? No one is saying that. It's the bad news. 1950s? Yeah, I think so. 19, early 1960s? Uh-huh. The original was black and white in the 60s. The original, and I think yeah, it came out in 1960. Set and in the same time with period. Jack Nicholson. I didn't realize this was even a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a remake musical. I can't wait to give all the Because the original, and have this the original, the original 1960s movie was just like a B movie that was really bad. Mm, okay. I think it was based off a play original. I think so. That movie. I could mm, be wrong. Maybe. maybe. And then it evolved into this after that. Right. So he has a girlfriend, Rick Moranis? No. He has a girl that he likes. Her. Yeah. Uh, she works at the flower is shop he, Is she them. too scared to like ask around? And she's or? got yeah. like olive oil type voice or something? Sure. Yep. <laughs> Height and everything. She's a blonde olive oil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Busty, big hair. And he's really nerdy. He's got sweater vests and mm-hmm. glasses. I mean, he's Rick yeah. Aranis. That's just the way he lives his he's life. Rick Aranis, yeah. Rick Aranis. Yeah. He's down on his luck all the time, but he's a nice guy. He's the he's got a heart of gold, this Rick Moranis, but society he's a pushover. Has pushed him around. He's a pushover. He's a pushover. Yeah. Mr. Mushnick's That's always using him. <laughs> yelling at him. That was good. Mr. Mushnick's like asking him to work late, like lower his pay. Who's and, Mr. Like, Mushnick? He's the owner of the shop. It's Mr. It's it's his, Mr. But, Mushnick's but flower shop. Who's he? Is he an actor? He that is, but know? I, not that I would. I you know. Okay, it's not Lee Marvin. He's not like a Wilford Brimley or yeah. <laughs> Maybe after the fact, I his name would be recognizable. Yeah, but I only know him. He's got a mustache. A moose. A mustachio. Mm-hmm. Comb back hair. Looks kind of like an opera singer. He's always like yelling oh. at the cash register. Okay. Seymour. Seymour. What's going on, Seymour? Seymour. That's the, okay. That's Rick Moranis' <laughs> character. Seymour Krellborn. Wow, Ooh, that's a name. Krellborn. Mm-hmm. Seymour Krellborn. <laughs> What's the heritage on that one? <laughs> well, they were born in the Krells. And... <laughs> so he, but he, at some point, he gets Audrey too. Yeah, the plant. Yeah, someone. Yeah. How does he get Audrey too? Someone he drop finds it. Off it. Or... He tells a whole story in a musical number about oh. how he finds. Well, who's who's Duh. telling the story? The owner. Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis is telling the story. Okay, okay. He has a strange and interesting plant that he thinks would look great if they put it in the window. Mm. People would walk by and say, hey, what a strange and interesting plant. plant. In the and they'd come in and buy something. And as soon as they do that, some guy does that, says, hey, what an interesting plant. Excuse me, I couldn't help noticing that strange and interesting plant. What is it? It's an orchard. 
I've never seen anything like it before. No one has. Where did you get it? Well, you remember that total eclipse of the sun about a week ago? I was walking in the wholesale flower district that day. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> and then he buys 12 dozen roses because this plant makes money. It's a money plant. Nice. Nice. People are coming in from all over town to see this plant. Mm -hmm. It's so unique. But it's just a little guy. Mm -hmm. Just a tiny little like guy. Like a little round Venus flytrappy looking thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the dentist scene happens with Bill Murray. No, that's way later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm with Andy on this one. I trust him on it, you know? Way later. <laughs> I mean, it does kind of come out of nowhere because it's like Steve Martin's like on a motorcycle driving past a green screen that's <laughs> it's a rotating screen. <laughs> so at some point in this, this movie, um, Steve Martin does his dentist song. Yeah. And he sings about how he's a great dentist. And there's a fun shots with like inside of a mouth and him like going oh around my God, the dentist. That, that mouth shot yeah. is. And they build crazy. like a real practical mouth that like moves and it's creepy. Yeah. Like, so they have the camera inside the mouth and you get to see all the teeth. And then he's like looking in to, to, to clean them and stuff. That's so mm -hmm. cool. And he drives a sweet Harley. Yes. Yeah. And he's like he's standing up on it too, doing tricks yeah, at times. Yeah, he does tricks on the. <laughs> he's like he's on standing on it. Yes, yeah. he's, he's like up. obviously on a green screen. Might be my favorite Steve Martin character, if I'm being honest. It's good because okay. he's like he's got the white like full white dentist outfit of like the '60s, and yeah. then a leather jacket over it. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a bad man. In this yeah. movie, he he hits. I think Audrey. he talks about how he's a bad man. Yeah, he likes it. He gets pleasure off pe giving people pain. Yes, Ooh, that makes sense. Why he's a dentist? Then. He's a Ooh, that's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. And you ever got there? <laughs> he's an orthodontist. Oh, the worst kind of pain. <laughs> <laughs> Either you have braces. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Andy no. doesn't know. I had though. a I had a separator, like a, a widener in my my mouth. I had a braces. I had a retainer. I had an appliance. Oh, the appliance! I, I've never I had, had an appliance. But I knew did. What's, an, what's the appliance? It's a thing you have to wear over your head, and you like you attach uh, these rubber bands. Oh. oh, you had like the full like headgear kind yeah, of thing to almost. The, to the top. Would you had to wear that to bed or something? Yeah, you wear it. To the bed. appliance. The, the appliance I know of was like a giant. It was basically like a retainer on steroids. So it was like the entire size of your mouth, and it would just go in and like oh, push boy. on stuff. That's some. Uh, no, one of our friends had those. I want to get was a nightmare. The I just had braces and a retainer at some but, point. Yeah. I had a, the widener in my teeth, so it was a thing oh, yeah. that went inside yeah, there, and you like crank it with a key. I, I know that because I had uh, there were some kids in maybe it was mint like that that had like their teeth were so tight that like there were two teeth up at the top that just could not come down, so you had to get the spacer just to bring those teeth down. Yeah, Oof. you had to like literally space out all your teeth yeah. just to move them. That's in. the kind of pain, man. Thousands of dollars of dental work to get these beauties. Who looking good? <laughs> straight <laughs> what can i say i've never well i've never it. had any but uh, they're some, okay got i got some, some like got this some. guy's bad and that guy yeah but for not having braces i mean they're not bad no mine went not great after i stopped wearing my retainer <laughs> yeah you gotta wear that retainer he's stopped it I know, yeah it. I, I don't they have like, like permanent ones uh i don't know ones that, that like can with like a little metal thing that keeps it in place probably probably i've seen some people with I had a panic attack one time when I thought I threw my retainer out in my lunch. Oh, no. So I had to go back like after an hour and like look through all the trash cans to find my trash bag. I did find it. And it wasn't But, there? oh my gosh, kid panic set in hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to lose So you got to take out the retainer when you it's eat expensive. and everything. Yeah, yeah. You can't eat with it. So this plant starts to wilt and fade away. 
it's sad. It's like a sad little plan. Mm-hmm. And like it's people, Mr. Mushnick's freaking out. Feed me blood. See, oh, that, that comes <laughs> up in just like five minutes from now. But Seymour like has tried everything. He's given it all the plant food he can, and he even sings a song about it. About what does he want from him? His blood. What is it you need? I've given you sunshine. I've given you dirt. You've given me nothing but heartache and hurt. I'm begging you sweetly. I'm down on my knees. Oh, please grow for me. I've given you plant food and water to sip. I've given you potash. You've given me zip. Oh, God, how I missed you. Oh, pod, how you tease. Now, please grow for me. And then he, he pricks himself on some, some sort of... It's like a cactus uh, or something, right? Yeah, some scissors or something. He accidentally cuts himself, and then all of a sudden the plant starts to come to life and be like... <laughs> yeah, because he's like he's so sticking his face. own finger in his mouth. Yes. Uh, just like sucking it himself. Yeah, he's doing and it then the, the And then the, the plant's like, plant's like hell me. yeah, bring that over here. And then Seymour like starts to put two and two together. Puts his finger near the plant, it gets all excited, takes his finger away, the plant gets all sad. Puts his finger near the plant, it gets all excited again. That's gotta feel weird. And he just starts squeezing blood into the plant. I've given you sunlight. I've given you rain. Looks like you're not happy. Unless I open a vein. I'll give you a few drops. If that'll appease. And the plant gets bigger and starts to grow more leaves and is all like awesome. It's like a vampire plant. Yes. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) So the plant can't talk yet. No. It talks soon. Um, Another cameo coming up right here. Ooh, Bill Murray. No. Brad. (laughs) It's in there. Rick Moranis takes the plant onto a radio show to drum up business for Mushnick's flower shop. Mm. Who is the radio show host? Ooh, um, Casey Kasem. Big time cameo. Think Rick Moranis related. Uh, Oh, oh, Bob, Bob, uh, 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 Dave, David Thomas. Dave Thomas. That's close. That's close. You're in the, you're in the right vein. I kind of don't want to give it up on it. You're like, it's, it's the other guy that was in Stripes. Yes. He's in Stripes. Um, and he's, he's got dark hair and he's got a higher pitched voice. No, no, no. It's a guy that's like a very popular name. Who's also in Stripes. I, uh, no, um, he wanted to make a lot Harold, of movies. Harold Ramis. He's in the same realm. <laughs> the same realm. Okay, 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 there, okay, there, okay. John there. Candy. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's this wacky radio show host doing funny voices. Because you're got SCTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The plant, um, there's a lady with a nice bum in front of the plant, and the plant, like, goes to, like, bite it. Oh, oh, bites the bum? Tries to, but Rick Moran stops it. dude. It's funny. He just <laughs> wants that butt. He just wants that butt. Yeah. yeah. That juicy butt. Mm. Then There's the, blood in that butt. Rick Moranis tells the story of the plant again. But they do a cut. They don't play. But they like lead into the song to sting. Oh, got him. And then, so Bill Murray's at the no. dentist. And he's <laughs> like. No. I'll tell he, you. I will tell <laughs> you, sir. I will tell you. I don't think you will, Brad. I will oh. tell you. He might be in multiple dentist scenes throughout Ooh, the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in one dentist scene at the end of the film. <laughs> yeah, it starts at it's the beginning. At the end. It's coming up soon. <laughs> oh, 
Oh. Watch, it's like 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm going to be so excited. Notably, Rick Moranis has like his hands all cut up and bandaged. Yeah, he's and... got like white tape on him. <laughs> yeah, them. it's yeah, really funny. The plant. Yeah. Trying to feed the plant. He's like running out of fingers. Mm-hmm. And the plant's gotten pretty big at this it's point. It's huge. It's like as tall as him. It's a... It's, it's the size. Should have rained it in, man. Just to get a little bit of blood. It's still in a pot too. It is. The pot's big though. <laughs> Might be. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a dog just going crazy. Yeah, outside. I don't really know. That guy had it around. <laughs> a stray him. dog just, just roaming around. It's gonna now. happen. Feral dogs <laughs> patrolling and talking about some like podcasts. And then the big old plant flops down and is all sad. Is dying. It and, just like, dies that fast. It scares everybody. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Mushnick's like, do whatever you can to fix the plant. Oh, I know what it needs. <laughs> you know what it needs. Hold uh, on. I know. Oh, Hold on one second, sir. One. F- it's like it's Be- like an addiction. Because um, everyone leaves. The plant and Rick Moranis are alone. He likes arguing with the plant. Like, what can I do? Like, what do I want? And the plant starts to. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time it's talked. It's the first okay. time it talks. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. Probably the best, my favorite scene in like movie history is this mm. scene of this plant and Seymour. His singing's good, oh, too. Yeah. With that Both voice. Of <laughs> Both of them. I can't think of any songs, though. <laughs> Except the main one. During this scene, they look out the window. Uh, Rick Moranis's Harley comes zooming in through the street. He gets off it real real sweet. And Rick like, Moranis or yeah, Steve, 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 Steve Martin? And uh, the Harley stops on his own. He hops off it. And then Audrey is like running behind him. And he's just like making fun of Audrey and like calling her names and talks about how. Because uh, he's dating her? He, he was dating her, yeah. That's they're yeah, in a, they're... an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And Steve Martin like beats the crap out of Audrey behind she... like a shadow, like you see it in shadows. Oh, stylish. Mm-hmm. And the plant's whole reason, like. Whole uh, convincing Rick Moranis is that some people deserve to die. Yep, and that that guy sure looks like plant food to me. <clears throat> and and Bill Murray's got to go to him before he he. So uh... now Bill Murray is finally <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> we got there, baby. So Rick Moranis I'm shows sorry. up. I'm sorry, that's like the one scene that I remember. <laughs> let's let's have it. Let's have at it. Set me up. So Rick Moranis is there at the dentist's office, but he's got to wait Because he's just getting like a regular cleaning or something, or he wants no. to go talk to just, Steve Martin's who? character. Rick Moranis. He just, he's going to go kill him. Oh, okay. He goes to the dentist's office to kill him. There's he's no... going to kill him there? He's not going to lure him to the shop and him? Nope. <laughs> Come on, Rick. Think about this. Huh. But before he does, Bill Murray's there. He's, he's anxious. He's playing such a weird character. Mm. He's... It's like the oddest character he's played. He's so happy. He's a giddy kid. He's like he's, really anxious he's to, sitting to in his get chair. in there to to mm-hmm. get some kind of dental work done, yeah. but he Ooh. does no dental needs. No. He's like he constantly really in there. He's addicted. The yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's addicted to going to the dentist. There's a young girl that comes out of Steve Martin's office who has like this giant appliance on and like Bill Murray's trying to ask the kid like what what do they do to you? Yeah. And then like you can't hear what the kid's saying with Bill Murray can kind of like translates like what the kid's doing. Yeah. And uh, then it's his turn. Steve, Bill Murray's next. <coughs> oh, man. And, and and I think Steve Martin's like cool with like causing people pain. Yeah. So like it's when a, Bill Murray's like thing. sitting down, he's like, oh, so what are you going to use? And then he's like pulling out little devices and, and like they progressively get bigger yeah. and like more scary looking. And each <laughs> time Bill he's Murray, like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Bill Murray gets more and more off. He's like, oh, like the worse the oh, device gets. Oh, man. <laughs> You're gonna use that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, please! Oh. oh, oh, my gosh! And and then what? I think Keep it cuts. Going. I think it cuts to like the, no, what, the waiting it doesn't room. cut. Doesn't cut. Well, like I was gonna say, it cuts to the waiting room, and you get to hear him like screaming in the other yes. room. Yes. Yeah. Bill Murray is screaming about just getting a candy sit, bar. Sitting there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
you you might have to pick up from here. What? Okay. What? So Bill well, Murray leaves. Yeah, Bill Murray is having this giant orgasmic reaction to the dental work. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin is not happy. Right. He he is upset about how much he's enjoying it because mm. that's not what gets him off. No, he likes the. He wants the pain to happen. He wants them to be right, miserable. Right. Yeah. So he's so he's trying to make it more painful, but. It's just making him. He's like conflicted. Him more. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically like shoes Bill Murray like out of the office and like yells at him. I think he says like he had no reason here. to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, but then like Bill Murray like tries to steal some of the dental tools that Steve Martin finds on him mm. and then kicks him out. And then <laughs> Steve gonna... Martin starts to threaten Rick Moranis. He's like, "Does this scare you?" And like Rick Moranis, he's like this snidely guy, you know. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fun shot where Steve Martin grabs Rick Moranis in the office and swings him around towards the camera and throws him into the dentist chair. Oh, yep. There's a fun little That's transitional cool. scene. And then he starts to go to work talking about um, all sorts of like dentist work and like he's trying to like scare Rick Moranis mm. because he like he wants to get his power back. Yeah, he wants someone to, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets to a point where Rick Moranis puts on this weird nitrous mask and he starts to like huff his own juice. And uh, like, wait, Steve Martin. Puts Steve, it Martin on? Does. Steve Martin does. Okay. Steve Martin puts on his own mask and yeah, pumps the nitrous into his high. Yeah, and like he basically breaks the the handles, the off oh, switches geez. on the nitrous. Rick Moranis pulls out a gun and is like threatening to shoot Steve Martin. Steve Martin's just laughing hysterically mm-hmm. about like how dangerous the situation. It doesn't matter because he's just full of gas. Yep. Yeah. But then he just overgasses himself and dies. Steve ah, Martin. Fair enough. So. Oh, so you didn't even have to kill yeah. him. Didn't yeah, even have yeah, to yeah, kill there him. you go. Nice. So now he's got a problem, though. He's got a dead dentist. Well, he drags the body into an alley and hacks it up into pieces. Ah! And feeds it to the plant one of them. Whoa. Now you can't stop. Uh-uh. Now you got problems, son. Mm. Yeah. So now the plant's more It's, it's just going to want more and more bodies. It gets hungrier and hungrier. <clears throat> and it's getting bigger and bigger. Turns into American Psycho. Mm. The next person it kills, he kills is Mr. Mushnick. Oh... Okay. I don't think I got to this. Well, there's a, a part where Seymour and Mushnick are talking. Seymour is like starting to have doubts about like what he's doing and like mm-hmm. what this plant's capable of. But Mr. Mushnick's pushing it more and more. It's like, no, we got to do whatever we can. And then Mr. Mushnick says that he saw Rick Moranis <laughs> ha- hacking somebody up in the Ooh. back. But he, he's, not, he's not quite sure that he's feeding him to the plant yet. Like the, pe- the parts He doesn't of the know. Plant. He's not quite he just sure. He thinks Rick Moranis is a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> So he's just trying to blackmail him into like keeping the plan alive, keeping the business. And as uh, this happens, Rick, like Mr. Mushnick is like going back, back further into the plant, and the plant just goes up, grabs, puts him up, and eats him. Oh, so the plant him. eats, kills Mr. Yeah. Mushnick. Okay. Yeah, Rick Moranis never like he never seems to have killed anybody. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he does. He just facilitates it. I mean, he hacked up that body. That's that creates weird. a corpse, but he's not committing murder, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, you can't. Right, right, right. Well, tampering with the corpse. Yeah, there is, you go. is a felony, I think, right? Yeah, he tampered with that corpse really. Oh, yeah. yeah. Destroys evidence, though. Mm-hmm. Destroys evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Something about messing up a crime scene, so he's probably. committing felonies, but it's just not the big one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, what, you no get... No problem. You got to stay like You get, like, three years? Yeah, but, you know. Five years? Probation. Probation. You know, First-time offender. You know. There you go. I think during the conversation... He's okay. ...with Rick Moranis <laughs> and Mushnick, Mushnick wants to take, like pieces of the plant and like make more plant to sell oh, them he okay, wants to yeah, sell more sell audrey twos oh my god that would be nightmare all over the world Everyone's that would be, be dangerous yeah. plants so. yeah, yeah that'd be real yeah no not good so what happens after mushnick dies um there's some scenes with audrey do people realize he's dead or is he just like no. missing now this all kind of happens pretty fast okay I think. um rick moranis confesses to audrey about like what's going on um so now she's in, in on it he, well in a way Sort of. She's aware of like all these things that 
Rick Moranis is. Um, is she like wanting to help him? Is she like no kind of freaked out she, by him? She still doesn't take him to be for real. She actually even like goes into the plant and like makes a phone call, and the plant like starts like almost about tr- to eat her. Tries to eat her. Mm. Um, but like that's when like Rick Moranis like comes home um, into the flower shop, and like Audrey is like almost like halfway down the plant, Whoa. and then he has to yank her out of there. Okay. And and like that's the final moment, like the straw yeah, that breaks the it. the camel's back, where like Rick Moranis has to plant. Oh right, it's gotta happen. They tried to right. kill his lady. Unacceptable. But this plant, like, does it move in the pot? It yes. can move. It jumps around. It, it moves. Jumps, it hops. It has tentacles. Oh so yeah. It, just, like, it has vines. It has arms to. It, it can pull himself. Yeah. There's a. I think there's a part where the plant tries to reach the phone. It calls Audrey. The plant calls Audrey over to the shop. <gasps> It's a setup. Oh, it's a setup. Is it, this after after Rick Moranis is like? Yeah, Rick, Rick Moranis is gonna I go get him it. like one last meal or something like that, and then the the plant starts to put a plan into motion. Ah, becomes fully sentient. And uh, Audrey is like almost like dead. And how hard a, is it to kill a plant? This plant, real this hard. plant's hard. This plant's hard. I'll say if you ask all the, the plants that were in my garden, it's very easy to kill plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Leave it in the sun for too long. Yeah. Just, just lock it in a you room. Just don't feed it. That's the. Just problem. don't there feed you it. Go. Just, right. Take you know, unhook that phone. Yeah, just lock up the store. A little lock bit, up the store. Know? Get rid of the phones. It's dead in a week. There you go. Audrey's hurt real, real bad. <laughs> There's some caterpillars in there, you know. I I lied about the Mister Mushnick uh, scene because there's a scene here where Jim Belushi comes and then his Jim Belushi's idea to sell the plant all over. Oh, uh, okay. And that's he's, oh, I see. That's when Rick Moranis knows he's got to kill before he, it becomes, before someone yeah, before, before there's more unmanageable. Of mm-hmm. So he goes in there with an axe, like with not really a plan in mind, and just goes to try to hack the plant down. What a fool! You can't hack the planet. The or pl- plant. The plant is. <laughs> gig- I was just thinking about that. Gigantic at this. Point. It's like almost the size of the entire store. Yeah. There's oh, even like little no. Audrey twos. Like what? out of its vines, oh, like talking and singing with it. Yeah, Uh-oh. it's making little babies. Just pour some gasoline on it, and it's it like him and uh, Rick Moranis and the plant have. You don't a, even have to light it. Have a fight. <laughs> There's vines like going through cabinets. <laughs> He's like really thinking about this. Like, plant, I like this. It's getting crafty. <laughs> Gasoline's probably bad for a plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah just you know? kill it. <laughs> just pour some gasoline on it. End of movie. <laughs> and him. The plant starts to just destroy the shop. It almost like hits Rick Moranis in the balls. Ooh. <laughs> this fun scene. Gotta get a fun, okay. yeah, a fun ball hit. It's, a, it's an amazing song playing through this sequence. A Big Green Mother from Outer Space is the name of the song. He's big... So is it an alien? Yes. Oh, snap. That's plant, cool. Spoilers, thanks. <laughs> well, the plant tells the, tells him the story, I think, in this scene. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I guess this has happened planets all over the just... Interesting. Well, it makes sense. Rick Moranis ends up getting beaten by the plant. He's down on the ground. The plant's laughing hysterically. The walls are crumbling around him. Rick Moranis grabs an open electrical wire that's just mm. like sparking and then just like jams that into the plant. And that's, that's what ends Does it kill him? You think so. Like, we're not oh, sure, but he yeah, ends up like yeah. walking out of the shop opening. Okay, you just could have got some game. Oh, so so you actually see after like I thought it was gonna be like he does the cord and, like, and then like everything goes black or something and then like the camera comes back and it's like a couple of days later or something. And that's no, I think he like out. comes out of the the he fried it. What am I gonna? Say? He comes out of the wreckage. Yeah, and he's just like covered in dust and dirt. 
Mm. But he, okay. And enters it here. Him and Audrey together somewhere on that screen. But he, they run off together. Yeah. But, he, but he got a lot of people killed. Yeah. Where's uh, the police? I'm not sure about the you aftermath just, of this. Don't talk about that. Where's the police? Don't, don't bring that up. God, I mean, why do you got to knock a man down? Oh, man. I don't know what the private investigator is going to say about this plant. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they can like drag corpses or bones <laughs> out of its Ooh, plant yeah, yeah, body yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know. This is a good movie. It's a great movie. This sounds really a lot of, and a lot it's of fun. It's beautifully shot. The and animatronics like, are incredible. People like it because it's like a it's oh, a musical now major and it's cult travels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw I, I, a commercial for yeah. it like six months ago on TV that it was around here. It made a cultural impact. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. yep. I think it did great at the time too. It made a lot of money. I don't think it was originally a play. I think it was just that movie. Not sure. Not really sure either. But I think it was that movie, and then they decided to make it a play. Do something with it. yeah. Could be. It's kind of like the fly. It is. Same time. A lot of personality. Same situation. This like villain has just a lot of personality. Like that's like the biggest selling. You hate it. It's despicable. But man, is it funny and yeah. cool and to look at. Can't wait yeah. to watch them. I'm excited to see the movie. I need to watch this. We're gonna watch it. <laughs> and we'll talk about it in part two on the road to Highland. <laughs> Now let's see, it's uh, Cecil. No, 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 it's uh, Cedric. No, give me a chance. It's uh, <clears throat> Simon. It's Cecil. Somebody talking to you? Oh, no. Excuse me. Excuse me, what? Excuse me, Doctor. That's better. I know. Sure, you're the plant guy, right? Hey, that means it must be in there, huh? Boy, that is incredible. What do you call that thing? Audrey, too. Cute name. It's catchy. Nice plan. Big. Uh, shouldn't we be leaving now? You're quite the little chatterbox tonight, ain't you? Oh, sorry. Sorry what? Uh, sorry, doctor. Doctor. Sorry, doctor. You got to train him, monster. <laughs> Listen, here's my car. Do you ever need a root canal or anything like that? Just give me a buzz, you hear? Now, I'm serious. It's all in the house. Aldrin! You got the handcuff? They're right in my bag. <laughs> Welcome back to the Skid Row Podcast. We watch Little Shop of Horrors. That's true. Little shop, little shop. But it's been about three weeks because Andy Huber so got long. sick. You went on vacation, and yeah. I shot a part of a film. And uh, I think we all had to shot take a breaks. guy. But yeah, I shot a man. <laughs> shot a man just, just to watch like him die. Jesus. Uh, what's the main character's name? Seymour Crowborn. Seymour. He has a gun Seymour? for sure. He, he does. He attempts a gun murder. comes out. Oh yeah. Mm. He has the attempt. <sighs> he wants to murder Steve Martin. This. But, yeah. Tell me. This puppet. Might be one of the most impressive <laughs> things I have ever seen. You enjoyed it? Made for a movie. Uh huh. It, the amount of like the the speed of motion and the articulation it yes. can do, 
the, uh, There's like 30 puppeteers oh running this thing. Oh my god, it's incredible. This that team was incredible and that thing was just insane. Like I, they're all like air controlled. That's oh how like gosh. they they use air things by, by by pushing air like up and down through like puppets to like make it move up and down. Like hydraulics? Yeah, hydraulics and there's like a guy with a giant wooden mouth like using the mouth and he's like opening and closing it. Mm. So yeah, the pneumatics are just like replicating mm-hmm. the movement. That's pretty cool. But Man. then stuff in the oh, like so many things are moving. It looks so good. It got to the size of a, the, the whole room. Oh my gosh, yeah. this thing grows. Man, I, huge. I, I don't think I have actually like ever seen this movie all the way through. I've oh. seen pieces, and watching this, I was like, this is a great movie. It's a good movie. I kind of avoided it for forever, because I was like, nah, I don't need to see that. <laughs> I good. like The it's filmmaking good. techniques are so cool. It's yeah. Good. There's only Frank like four Oz? sets. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four set movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's it's good. Save that money. Exactly. They that's still spend thirty million dollars, but you know. that, what that much? Yeah, the flowers for expensive. The en- for the ending. marketing. Yeah. The, the well, you get actors, the puppet. Yeah, them too. That yeah. puppet cost a lot. Yeah. Wow. And the ending that we saw that didn't get aired in theatrical that cost a fortune. Yeah, with the the giant flowers wrecking. The the yeah, plant like that takes over New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That stuff is where a lot of the money went. And then they cut it. <laughs> and they just didn't in, use it. <laughs> it wasn't a very good ending. It was not satisfying. I, no. I disagree with you guys. I liked that ending. I did watch both. The King Kong end? I liked the King Kong ending because it's, you know, it's not the happy ending you expect where they, like, defeat the flower and live happily ever after. It's like, oh, oh, and then the earth died. You're like, wow. That, yeah, that... Okay. Jim Belushi didn't even exist in my edit. No. No. <laughs> the guy that you saw couldn't make the reshoots. He was doing something else. Oh, so they so had to, they flew in Jim Belushi. Hey, Belushi, can you fill in this role? He's like, I'll do it. I think he does not. a good job. I got job. nothing else going yeah, it was, on. Yeah, he was doing it. Yeah. What do you think of your, just overall, tell me about the film, because it's one of my favorite films ever. Yeah. You I, liked the music? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. It was it was great. It was really good. You like the, uh, the Greek chorus? The two girls from Martin? Yes. I, yeah, okay. that was good. There was, there was a really cool bit right in the beginning w- when they're doing their initial open, and it's raining, and they are not getting wet. That was really cool. This is just, again, this is one of those things where, like, I'm not noticing... The film for the film, I'm noticing the making of the film. Yes, um, which is sometimes hard to disconnect. But watching like them moving around the set and watching like clearly some sort of shade above them was managing to move and divert the water. But but that was just really it was a cool effect of them like moving around the set that is drenched and they're like not getting wet at all while singing their spits. So it, like adds to kind of their not really there that's like aesthetic of, of just not narrating the movie really cool film set classic like old school very th- yeah, theater very, like, and dance in, like on a sound stage kind of thing mm-hmm. and it was really yeah neat. yeah they get a fun couple of character singers to come in and do like deep voices and like girls do like high-pitched voices <laughs> Down on skid row. it's like old man like covered in trash turns over yeah yeah this takes place to what 19 early 1960 yes yeah yeah and they live in like a really poor town, yeah. poor area, poor the town. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where the flower shop is, and it's at risk of going out of business. Oh sure, mm-hmm. no one's coming into that. I wasn't place. even clear in the beginning of the movie that it was a flower shop, like because he goes to another yeah, no place. Really he goes to another flower shop, shop to buy the flower. Like he's he in a different place, and that's where he saw he sees the plant and buys it there and brings it back. To, I was like, are they just like a general store? So where did that? Nothing. Where in did there. that come from? Outer space. Outer space. He's a mean green mother from outer space. So he landed at that flower shop, and yeah. then he was picked up and taken to another flower from shop? From the total eclipse of the sun. Boom. Oh, that, okay. 
remember that song. They explain it in song. Yeah, it's, it's there. He, he's like walking by and it just there's like a, an eclipse and a green light and then the plant is there behind him and he just, he has to buy it. So no one questioned that plant like, hey, where'd you come from? No, no the he, old man sold it to him go? for a dollar. so charming. Where'd you come no from? $1.95. Yeah. Joe? <laughs> Mysterious plant because Seymour Culpin's hobby is plants. Yep. He likes to study like- weird plants. Yeah, he's looking for the most exotic ones. <coughs> yes, strange and interesting plants. I don't specific. know if you had mentioned it, Brad. But the, the owner in, hates that in the first part with the fact that like Rick Moranis' character like was like some orphan that basically oh, the shop yeah. owner just adopted, but also just sort of forced into like indentured servitude. Yeah, like he lives it... in the basement of the shop, and like he's like, oh, I owe him everything because he got me out of that place. But also, I'm trapped here forever. Like, <laughs> I'm like what a weird dynamic. For There's this a character. subplot in the play where Mushnik adopts Seymour, and it's a big deal for Seymour. He wants it to happen. Mm, okay. So there's more of a connection between them in the stage play than there is in this one. Hmm. Mushnik's just kind of a villain in this. This a little bit. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's an antagonist. He like picks on Seymour. He's a little mean. There's a lot of goofy faces and noises. Yeah. Has a plot to exploit Seymour before oh, yeah. he gets eaten by the plant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gonna blackmail him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so he puts a plant like in the front window mm-hmm. to attract attention. Who comes in? Did you recognize that actor? Said mm. Christopher Guest. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, you're right. Yeah. Oh okay. I didn't know that until the, I like looked it mm-hmm. up. I I'd never known that before. Mm-hmm. Is that the guy that comes in? He's like, wow, what is this strange and interesting plant? Yeah, I only know it because I haven't. I think I read it on the IMDb page later, and I was like, oh yeah, that was wow. Like, <laughs> he's much younger. Now I can picture it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very young. He had hair. Oh yeah, somewhat, and a hat. Well, and a hat. Yeah, all wigs and a very straight face. Yes. You like waiting for Guffman? What's oh, your I love favorite, it. What's your, what's yeah, your favorite Christopher it's that Guest? One. It's that one. You like that one a lot? Yeah. Well, uh, I like Best in Show. Yeah, that one's good. It's really good. What's the one you just won the Oscar for? That one. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Wind got nominated for song. For your consideration? Oh, yeah. Consid- oh, or nominated, no. I should say. Not, oh, yeah, not for one. your consideration. I yeah. think that, got, that was the whole point of the movie, wasn't it? To be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Isn't that like yeah. the gimmick? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. Tell um, me more about this film. I told you all about my feelings in part one. I was cooking when I watched it, so... I paid. I, I was looking. Wow. I care. You know, well, I knew. I'm, I knew this film was important to you. So when we I watch care. Highlander, I guess it'll be on the background for me. <laughs> but it's gonna watch it on. A I'll plane. care equally as much. He's gonna go fly somewhere. And he's gonna watch it on the plane. But like, he's, he's gonna. <laughs> the guy in front of him yeah. is gonna be watching it. So he's just sort of gonna be peeking around the yeah. seat at it. That's the right way to watch. I'll that try to read the, what the lips are moving. I don't care. I'll read like the wiki afterwards. That's how much I care about your film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not like it hasn't happened. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Uh, that the song that um, the love interest I can't remember her name but she, that she sings uh, somewhere that's green yes that, that's a weird song I, I had no clue that was from this movie I knew the Family oh. Guy parody which really isn't a parody it's just literally they just do, do the, the song word for the song word, yeah. how's it going Andy sing can you sing it somewhere that's green you do a good impression of Ooh. her it's a good song her name is Dottie Doris D- D- um Daphne. Um. Oh, that is a good song. Yeah. Audrey, because oh, the plant's name Audrey. Audrey. <laughs> How dumb that's are we? Right, that's right. Oh, oh my god! Bunch of dum dums. Audrey Losers. won. <laughs> 
Oh man, but yeah, I, I had no clue. I was, I were watching like my wife and I watching the movie, and all of a sudden I'm just like, wait a minute, I know this song. What? <laughs> I've known nothing else so far. Like, I, there's only one song I could remember, and I'm like, it's not this one. Why do I know this? So, so she's in a weird kind of like bondage type yes. relationship with the she's dentist. She's in, in an abusive relationship yes. abusive with a dentist. Yep. They met at the gutter. <laughs> Which is where is she goes. A beer, a beer bar. I think she goes there to try to like flirt up some money and some dudes. Mm-hmm. Did she used to be a prostitute? She might be. It's alluded, it's alluded, alluded to. Yeah. She might just do some stripping or some. Because oh. yeah, well, yeah, and she talks about like how she you know doesn't deserve better than yeah. the abusive dentist guy. Um, <laughs> it's a sad thing. It is. Speaking of the dentist, can I also talk about my second favorite thing in this movie? Yes. Aside from the amazing. Audrey Plant. Steve Martin's lip. Which is His Elvis lip. The inside the mouth shot. Oh, yes. yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I mentioned so that. So freaking cool. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, Here I come. He just, in, oh, my God. That was awesome. They built a giant fake mouth. There's so much, like, forethought that went into this film planning, pre production, you know? Yeah. yeah. Nothing was, like, left for chance. <laughs> we weren't letting these characters do any sorts of like big improv scenes. Mm-hmm. We're setting up all these set pieces, especially the songs. We're going to get stylish. them right and make it happen. It's like embracing uh, like bad bad cinema too. Yes. Yeah. like the original mm-hmm. is like supposed to be like pretty bad B movie. It's just like one shot inside of a plant store. That's all the movie like really is and stuff happens around it. Yeah. Cuz no it it's really. the same as like The Fly. Remember we watched The Fly yeah. and then there's the original of the fly mm-hmm. it's like the same vein yeah which i mean it's it, and it really is a, like a funny aspect especially with dan Aykroyd's character like riding around on the motorcycle steve martin oh, steve martin yeah sorry when he's like yo know, <laughs> when he does the jump on the bike oh yeah just like yeah like everything about him riding that bike is just hilarious like there's one part he plays it up where he gets off and he keeps moving a little bit and he like stops to like look at it and he's like all right it's good and like walks away like <laughs> Do you like really Steve Martin funny. as a villain? He's only done it like a couple times. Yeah, he's pretty My good. My Blue Heaven, Bowfinger, he's sort of villainy. A little bit. He's just like straight up like mean villain in this one. It's yes. like a snidely whiplash. Oh, yeah. oh, he was yes. loving the role, I think. I'll be your dentist. Reprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. He gets really uh, taken taken aback by uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> he is yeah. Like, he gets really like emotionally liking. wrecked by that. Yeah, by him. It's like, because he's this crazy sociopath. Mm-hmm. When a sadist meets a masochist, it doesn't work out, I guess. <laughs> the other person has to not enjoy it the other way. Yeah, that was really good. What about Steve Martin's uh, shrine to his mom? <laughs> I remember that scene sticking yeah. out when I was a kid. It's that like in good. a closet or something like <laughs> yeah. that, isn't it? Oh, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> his, his song is probably one of the best songs. Do you like the plant? Do you like the singing plant? Yeah, the guy it was the guy from the Four the Tops. Four Tops guy. Yeah, yeah. We only know that because it said it in the credits. It did say of oh, the f- yeah of the Four Tops. Of the Four Tops. <laughs> yeah, great, great, uh, great voice on that play. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, it's mm. such an iconic bit now. Yeah, he takes you through a lot of a range of emotions <laughs> of that plant. He does, and and be, yeah, I mean, he is because his range is so crazy that like the Seymour song is just like. Man, it just builds and builds and just. He grows really fast too when he gets that yeah. blood. Oh yeah! Every time he eats something or gets some blood in him, he gets a little bigger. So you got You got to everything in moderation, man. You yeah. can't just dive all in. Get his, full body blood. I know you weren't scared of it, but his mouth is scary to me. That plant mouth <laughs> oh, with the plant, yeah. with the wiggly tongue. 
and the purple it looks and the really teeth. Good. It looks gross. It looks so I don't want to. It looks like it could eat me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I it don't want to get eaten by oh, a plant. Man. You saw this when you were really young, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would scare me. That would scare you when kid. you were a kid. Yeah. It still scares you. Yeah, when she chomps Audrey, the big plant bites her. I know. Like, what the heck? Oh, my god! I was like, she's going to die right now? Yeah. Yeah. In the version we saw, she did die. Yep. That's true. She Dang wanted to it. get made into fertilizer in the uh, the original version. She, like, jumped in or something like that? Yeah, well, she gets, she told Seymour to get uh, to put her in there afterwards. She doesn't jump in originally. The plant gets her. Tricks yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Getting close and biting her. But mm-hmm. in the theatrical version, they fight the plant, and she survives, and everything's okay, and they beat the plant. But we didn't see that one. No, we didn't. It came out in, like, 2013, the version we saw. It's, like, the DVD or Blu-ray version that's out. It's, like, the more common yeah, version, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. I was reading some of that history, too, where they, like, it was, like, almost basically a fan re-release, where they found the, the original footage, like, mm-hmm. remastered it, finished it, and then put the movie back out, and... I had originally seen that in the DVDs because there were mm-hmm. DVDs that were released with that version in it that weren't supposed to be released. Yes, so just as a bonus feature, yeah. And those are actually really expensive and hard to find. But it was in black and white, so whatever this version they saw, they got whatever masters and colored yeah. it and made it look really nice. And so the director was just really excited, I guess really excited that they'd finished the film the original way he that they had kind of intended. Mm-hmm. So he like was like, sure, call the director's cut, I don't care. It's pretty insane ending. Like, he didn't actually do it, have anything to do with that. Cut, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was just he was excited about it. I, yeah, having watched both, I, I think I prefer the sadder ending, like the the original ending. But I, 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 I kind of want to see more and Audrey to get together. I absolutely understand why for a theatrical release it was one hundred percent the right choice to do the happier ending. It's a bummer. It is to see them both die. A lot of eighties yeah, movies didn't it, kill off their protagonists like that, right? Well, it, it doesn't even really end. It ends on like a cliffhanger if you go like. Like the, the plants the, take uh, over the world. Yeah, yeah, like they're like climbing up the building, and then it just says like the end. It's like spotlights are like waving around. Yeah, one of the things I was reading about it was saying that specifically <clears throat> that the the reason that they felt like it didn't work in the film versus the stage play was that there isn't a curtain call in a movie. It's like as in the stage play, all the oh, actors, actors come, come back, back out and they're like, "Hey, we're, you know, we're everyone's fine. alive and we're all fine." And how it's just a show. And in a movie, you just leave the theater thinking about what just happened. That's mm-hmm. it. And then mm-hmm. like, you know, this universe no longer exists because it's just the movie. I've seen the stage play and all the actors come back with like little plants and they sing all the song. They sing the song, the, uh, I forget what it's called, the plants are coming for you, whatever, but they go through all, like, the cities, and whatever city you're in is the city that they say, like, Detroit! Oh, nice. And it's like, the plants are coming here, and they're going to be here. And, like, there'll, there'll be, like, vines that, like, go through the audience or, like, go down oh, the aisle. So that's how the, cool. sta- the musical ends? Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that does work. For, oh, like, the that. musical too. Like, I think you might have mentioned this in part one. But, like, the flowers have the faces of the people that yeah ate or whatever. Like, that sounds creepy. That's weird and creepy. Yeah, it starts sprouting all these like flowers, and then the flowers bloom, and the faces of everyone that's eaten are in the flowers. I think oh, that's in the God. original version. It's the crazy. black and white one. I was like, that's creepy. <sighs> no thanks. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I they didn't do that. I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, Roger Corman made a lot of bad movies. You know. Yeah, he certainly did. He's made a lot of just. <laughs> crap films just keep making them sure just put them out people will go see them hey gotta make those those it was all about marketing too if you've like watched documentaries on it like he would take a movie to a place in like texas at a drive-in and it would do really bad so he renamed the movie did a recut and showed it another city and like it did really good and it's like okay now we show that version we'll take that one around and like market (laughs) they would like change the names of the films to suit where it was and like make different things like 
the main point of the movie, depending on what area. That's they were pretty in. cool. That's yeah. genius. Since, yeah, yeah, the uh, grindhouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. This is like the early start to uh, Rick Moranis's like yeah. like uh, starring career. It broke out. Yeah, and I want to say. Just after doing this, Rick Moranis is coming back to us. Oh, he yeah. got casted in Shrunk. Oh yeah, Shrunk, new... the new Disney Plus. Shrunk the kids. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I shrinked the kids. Starring Josh Gad. Who? I he, don't he, even get don't me started. Josh what? Don't Josh get Gad. me started on Josh He's, Gad. He plays Olaf in Frozen. Josh Gad has never made oh, me laugh one time ever. Gaston's buddy in the New Beauty and the Beast. Ever. Oh yeah, yeah. He, well, wait till you see Shranked. Yeah, you sh- Christmas with the Shrunks. When you get Shranked at the theaters, you gonna get. Honey, I shrunk the audience. That was shrunk. so fun. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> did that ride. That was great. Did that ride. <laughs> yep. And also, <laughs> two weeks ago, we or from the yeah, uh, I don't know, three weeks ago, some whatever. Mighty Ducks. Emilio Estevez Emilio! is coming back for our new Mighty Ducks. People are coming back. That's crazy. Yeah. These nineties Disney movies well, are getting Disney, their stars back are together. The, those are both uh, <laughs> Disney. Disney Properties finally too. realized they needed way more stuff for Disney Plus. So yeah, like, you know, like, throwing money at the stuff. The pocketbook yeah, is open. What was the show that everybody watched? The Mandalorian. Yep, that's that's done. So they need more. Yep, they're like, oh crap. Oh, <laughs> redoing Home Alone. Yeah, redoing that's it. Crazy. That's true. That's true. If it came out in the '90s and it's sold by Disney. Guess what? You're getting another nostalgia one. time. Wow. Wait till they start remaking 2010 stuff. Oh, Marvel movies? Oh uh, my god, can you oh, believe guys, it? Can Reboot! You believe, I can't wait for the new Iron Man, guys. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a Harry Potter remake within like the next 10 years. You think so? Oh my god. It'll be a mini Well, they're already doing that with the or could uh, be a TV show. Fantastic Beasts. That's like a prequel. They're already coming yeah. out I meant like a straight line. up like redo of the movies and the books. Yeah, yeah. With mm. new, new actors. Animation. Maybe, maybe Dan Radcliffe comes back as, you know, Snape or somebody. Yeah, do I doubt like it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. He seems pretty content with his whole, I'm going to sit on my Harry Potter mo- money and, <laughs> and just, just do the, mo- just the do weird, weird movies that films. I want to do. Like, yeah. Which, you know, my more God. power to him. That's has got like, so much money for that, dream. I bet. <laughs> yeah. That's the career. That's the, that's the role of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, like, getting cast in that, you're just like, all right, that's that's going to be your career. I'm going to be surrounded by Gary Oldman and Alan Rickman. I'm going to learn to act, yeah. guys. Yeah. It's that's going to Smith. happen. Yeah. Are they going to do a CG version of this movie with the plant and CG? I don't want it. Don't do it. Probably. No. I don't want to see it. No, I don't. Keep think. it a puppet. Coming uh, soon on Disney+. Plus. The, the, the Dark Crystal movie had all puppets in it. Some oh, CG. It was really Some good. just CG. Yeah. You can do a little CG, but don't make it all CG no, see, if you're going to redo they, this. They do like the Mandalorian. Yeah, they would have to do it the way they did Dark Crystal. And I think I, they got, I mean, Netflix got a lot of positive praise for Dark Crystal. Yeah. I mean, it looks per, it looks really good. It it's looks amazing. So good. People it's who amazing. made it really love to make it. And they, it's the right blend of VFX and, and real puppetry and all that stuff. So Bring back the puppets. Yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the that's the rule for bring every movie. Brack the bring, bring brack back the, the puppets. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Brad says bring it, back the puppets. You know, 2011. Bring back the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> My goal as president is to bring back the puppets. <laughs> this was really this is Brad. This movie surprised me, and I'm glad you forced us to watch. I'm it. glad you liked it. It was our first musical. It was. It that was, was our first musical. I guess you can count Let's... Labyrinth as a, oh, a Patreon no. episode. That does count. Yeah, that was a Patreon. Episode, yeah. Ooh, can we release it? <laughs> Go get on our Patreon and you can hear it. 
Oh, I gotta spend money? No, you have access. <laughs> you have the, Wait, the login info. I gotta, I'll How send much you money the... do I have to spend to Andy, get I'll a send Patreon you the wave episode? <laughs> a dollar. A dollar. A dollar? What a deal, guys. Right? <laughs> guys. For one dollar. For one dollar, you could get the labyrinth? We've almost done a hundred episodes of this. We deserve a dollar. <laughs> Give us a dollar. <laughs> Give us an American dollar. You can get to the other things like our diehard commentary. Remember when we did that? We yeah. did commentary oh, to that, that movie? Just for a dollar. For a dollar. For a dollar. You can watch Die Hard with us. We this are is, shelling out. This is yeah, this is like the first episode that ends with the actual uh shelling. S- sponsor yeah. shelling. Yeah. So out. And buy in. So we're uh that's it. That's it. I don't I don't get if we else don't to end say. it. No, yeah. Well what else is there to say? Rick Moran's chopped up some people, yeah, fed them to Brad a plant. the movie back to front, and it was more of just us me being like that well, was great. Let's we'll see how and you Andy guys do like with him. your movies. Oh, I'm excited. Andy's got one coming. Oh yeah, you're next buddy. We'll ding dong. Right. Ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. Welcome to my world. Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode of our show. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, Houston, we have a problem. We remember Apollo 13. Apollo 13 flight controllers, give me a go, no go for launch. You know that Easter vacation trip we had planned for Acapulco? Uh-uh. Procedures? Go. Control. Go flight. There might be a slight change in destination. Really? Maybe say the moon. <gasps> Booster. Go. Retro. Or go flight. GNC. Or go. And I take the controls and I steer it around. FAO. We're go flight. For a nice, soft landing on the moon. Better than Neil Armstrong. Does it bother you that the public regards this flight as routine? There's nothing routine about flying to the moon. I can vouch for that. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The clock is running. Houston, we have cleared the tower at 1313. Okay, guys. We're going to the moon. This is the crew of the Apollo 13. Wishing everyone back on Earth uh, a pleasant evening. Houston, we have a problem. We got a wicked shimmy up here. Houston, we are venting something out into space. It's definitely a gas of some sort. Flight to heart rates are skyrocketing. The Apollo 13 spacecraft is apparently losing breathing oxygen. The emergency has ruled out any chance of a lunar landing. Why are there so many people here? Something broke on your daddy's spaceship. I have a request from the news people. Take it up with my husband. He'll be home. On Friday. Flight may have lost the radio contact. Econ, what's your data telling you? It's, it's reading a quadruple failure. That can't happen. It's, it's got to be instrumentation. The ship's bleeding to death. This rate, we're going to skip right out of the atmosphere, and we're never going to get back. Oh, we're looking at less than 15 minutes of life support in the Odyssey. We never lost an American in space. We're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch. Odyssey, do you read me? How long does it take to power up the limb? Three hours by the checklist. We don't have that much time.